Welcome to episode 60, Nation of Diamonds. My name is Sabrina Victoria. I am your host. Today is September 28th, Friday, 2018. I was hanging out on Facebook last night and I came across a crazy article, which is the exact opposite of everything that I believe and everything that I teach. It was called Five Reasons You Should Stop Thinking About Your Purpose in Life. And I was like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Uh, I was stunned. And, um, you know, all I talk about is finding your purpose in life and finding your passion and finding something to be excited about in life. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if this whole thing is a mumbo jumbo of ridiculousness? So I read the article and did some self-reflection and, um, I don't know. Let's talk about this, right? Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. of diamonds. It is Friday. Happy Friday. I hope everyone is doing fantastic. Um, it has been a very, very productive week for me more so this week than, um, for a while, actually starting to get back into the groove of things and get back on track, which I'm so, so excited about. Um, so anyways, today is my 60th podcast, which is a huge deal. Uh, For most of you that have been listening to my podcasts or my YouTube videos, you know that I'm trying to hit 100 podcasts by the end of 2018. I promised myself, not really promised myself, but I kind of was like jokingly saying when I first started this podcast, because my podcast just started in January 1st, like December 31st, 2017 was my very first podcast. And I kind of jokingly said like, oh, I think I'll do maybe 100 this year. And, um, didn't necessarily hold myself to it. I'm only at 60 and it's nine months in, uh, there was a lot of life gets in the way sometimes, right? There's always excuses, but I sat down, you know what? I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to do this. So today's my 60th podcast, which means I only need 40 more podcasts by the end of the year. So it's a little over 10 podcasts a month that I need to get done. So I'm uh, trying to quickly get them in because I'm not a procrastinator. So I don't want to wait to the very last minute and wind up doing like 30 podcasts in the last 30 days of the year. Um, I want to try to get as many in as possible, as soon as possible. Um, That way I don't have to be stressed, right? At the end of the year, because that's what diamonds do, right? Very productive. So anyways, I'm here today because I came across a crazy article last night um, and it kind of, it kind of stunned me. 
Uh, I clicked on it to read it because I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe somebody would write such an article like this because it goes against everything that I think to be true. But I got it, right? I read the article and I was like, you know what? That totally makes sense um, as to why somebody would do or say something like this. It was written by a man named Kyle S. Chen Roder. Totally butchered that name, so I apologize. Um, and it was written in 2013. So it's kind of funny because uh, maybe this guy over the past five years has changed his mind, right? <laughs> Who knows? But it would be kind of funny because I feel the reason it's sort of funny is because he's writing an article. So he's obviously a writer or a blogger of some sort about how you shouldn't have a life's purpose. But if he really didn't have a life's purpose, wouldn't he just shut up and like just be sitting in front of the TV watching reruns of Friends episodes or something like that? I don't feel like somebody who's saying don't have a purpose in life is going to be a blogger on a pretty decent website. I mean, this website carries 22,000 followers and their Facebook page has, I don't know what their Facebook page has because it doesn't allow me to go to the Facebook page. But anyway, it looks like a pretty legit website. So I just kind of feel like even if this isn't his website, if he's on somebody else's website, he still did something or he's somewhere um, out in the social media universe pushing out material. So I feel like he has a purpose. In life. I don't know. It seemed a little ironic if you ask me. But anyways, basically he goes on to say that he's sick of people screaming about why, a pur- why you need to have a purpose in life. Um, why you have to have a why. He says he spent an embarrassing amount of time trying to find his purpose and wrap his life up into a pretty little sentence uh, that people can understand in order to actually get him. Um, He says that he doesn't want his life to be a sentence. He wants it to be his life. Um, Defining your life by a purpose is apologizing to yourself and everyone else that you aren't easily understood. It's saying, I'm sorry I've chosen a life that you don't understand. I'm sorry, I don't quite know what it is yet. F that, he says. You don't need to explain yourself. Just keep going and let the others pick a purpose to explain to you. He said, here's five ideas that gave me permission to drop my purpose. First one was the universe doesn't have a purpose. I totally get that. I totally get that. The universe doesn't have a purpose. So if we're in the universe and the universe itself doesn't have a purpose... Why the hell should we have a purpose, right? We're all going to die anyways. And it's kind of funny because this article actually went along with a conversation that I just had with a really good friend yesterday about how we're all going to die anyways. We're all going to die anyways. So why even bother doing anything? And I totally get that because that's a feeling. And she actually asked me, she's like, don't you ever get the feeling? I was like, yes, all the time, all the time. I think to myself, why even bother doing this? I think I made an entire podcast on why I can't just sit back like everyone else and do nothing. Like, why can't I just come home from a full days of work and just sit in front of the TV and watch TV and, and eat my TV dinner with my feet up and relax watching reality TV? Why can't I do that? Why am, do I constantly have to have my hand in so many things? Why is it when I come home from work, 
I start working again on all of my side stuff, all my social media, all of my blogging and my YouTube videos and my podcasts and writing and reaching out to people and networking and collaborating with people in order to, to make something magnificent. Why do I do that? It's exhausting. It's tiresome. Why am I doing this? So I totally get that. Second, he says, purpose is a trick of the brain. It's a thing that lets us use rationality to predict the future. It's the storyteller of the brain. This tendency to tell stories can go too far. We easily succumb to the narrative. Um, we can see tidy stories when the reality is chaos. It's no surprise that the neurocortex also tries to tell us we need our lives to fit into a neat story. We need to fit ourselves into a narrative with a great purpose. Number three, actions define you more than an intellectualized purpose. So your actions will actually define you. So what you do in life will define you. It doesn't matter how grand your philosophy of life is if you don't use it to do anything. Number four, you'll drive yourself insane trying to find the answer. I totally get that. Because I talk to people all the time. I'm always like, you know, find your purpose. What's your purpose? And the number one thing that people say to me is, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what my passion is. And the reason they have that is because they never had anyone at a younger age or they haven't educated themselves to realize that they might have one, right? So a lot of people are walking around like this. You'll drive yourself insane trying to figure it out. I totally get it. I totally, I, I am 100% with you and I see it every day. I totally get it. Number five, our egos build purposes. It's difficult to give yourself a purpose that's in line with what you actually want to spend your life doing. When I sit and try to determine a purpose for my life, I almost always come up with an answer that has less to do with what I want and more to do with what I feel I should want. I totally get that. So they're all valid, right? They're all valid. I understand every single one of them, um, especially this last one as far as your ego, because a lot of that also plays into the people in your world, right? Not um, satisfying or not making your dad happy or your mom happy. And um, feeling as if um, you're always having to live up to what your world wants you to be, right? Like, you might want to go off this way and become a, a dancer and your parents might think, oh, you know, that's not a real job. You know, I want you to go out and go to college and get an education so you can get a job at a nice cush office, you know, making $52,000 a year and, you know, dancing, the probability of you becoming a dancer is so small, right? So I, I totally get that. You know, a lot of times our dreams or our thoughts are crushed a little bit because, um, we're trying to live up to somebody else's thought process of what we should do. And that kind of messes with our ego a little bit as far as, you know, trying to figure all of that out. So I get that 100%. However, however, <laughs> I totally disagree with it. So um, I do understand or feel that there are people that are built with a mindset that just don't give a crap, right? There are people in your world that legitimately don't care. They're very hard, emotionless individuals who just 
they just don't care. The other reason why, or the, I guess not the other reason, but a, a reason why I believe that everyone needs a purpose is because I think that the person, Kyle, who wrote that article is thinking like way too big. So having a purpose in life isn't like, oh, I need to become Mother Teresa or, oh, I need to become spectacular at this one thing and make millions of dollars off of this one, this one idea or this, this one concept. I think he's thinking too much and he's putting way too much pressure on himself as an individual to miraculously become somebody. I think that for some people that might be a thing, right? For some people that might be like their ultimate goal and their passion and they're driven towards that. However, a purpose can also be small. A purpose can also be, I want to be the best mom. I want to be the best stay-at-home mom. There's women out there whose main goal in life is to find a rich husband and become a stay-at-home mom and be like the best stay-at-home mom. Have five kids, all of them straight-A students because she studies with them every night, all of them in all sorts of stars, all-star football player because they have time to go to all the games and all the traveling and all that. That's like a real purpose. There's females that go out and and that's what they want to do. There's people who go to um, homeless shelters for free. And all they do is help people who are in need, uh, help people who are less fortunate than they are. And they do it for zero money. Nobody knows them. Nobody recognizes them. They don't have any fancy websites. They don't have a fancy podcast. They don't get all dizzied up and, and sit in front of a camera. They're on their own time. They go on weekends and they um, serve, they give their time to helping and serving and preparing food and meals for people who are less fortunate than them. That's a purpose. There's people that help that run orphanages. There's people that take in children. There's pe- there's people all over the place that have found a passion or a purpose for their life who are giving back where it's not a big it's not a big thing. It's it's not a huge extravaganza um, lights and camera show. It's something that fulfills them as a human. It's something that fills a, a void, I guess. It's something that makes them feel as if they have a purpose in life. And I think that's very important. I liken humans to, and, and this sounds maybe bad, but Australian shepherds. So if you guys know anything about Australian shepherds, a dog, Australian shepherds are like working dogs. They have to work. And the thing about it is like if you adopt or or purchase an Australian shepherd and you invite him into your home and you never take it for walks and you never, you know, get the energy out or, or have it serve any sort of purpose, the dog will actually get depressed and it'll actually start to go nuts and it'll start digging, digging holes in your furniture, in your couch, in your floors, in your walls, because it's nervous energy or it's anxiety or it's depression is heightened to such a state because Australian shepherds are bred to work. They have to work. They have to. And if they don't, they go absolutely crazy. And I really, honest to God, believe 
that humans are the same exact way. I believe that the reason the obesity level is so high, I believe that the reason that the depression is so high, I believe that the reason that ADD and ADHD is so high is because we are supposed to be working. We're not supposed to be sitting in a school in a chair all day long. Now, is there a percentage, right? There's probably a percentage that are okay with that who love to learn and absorb. But I think the majority of individuals go crazy. They go crazy sitting hour after hour after hour after hour in a chair. They're literally going stir crazy. And we're putting our children on things like Ritalin, man-made medicines to calm them down so they can chill out. They're making them zombies at school because we're putting such a high precedent on uh, the school system and the grades that you get as if that's the end all to be all for our children. That's not what, what a majority, I think, of children aren't supposed to be just sitting in a classroom. They're supposed to be out and about and creating and running around and learning and observing and, and seeing color and drawing and and. More than sitting, let's just say that, more than sitting. And us as humans, right? We go to bed, we wake up, sit down, eat breakfast, get in your car, sit down in the car, drive to work, get to your cubicle, sit down in your cubicle, go to lunch, sit down for lunch, go back to work, sit down in your cubicle, get back in your car, sit in your car, come home, eat dinner, sit down at the table, Watch TV, sit down on the couch, go to bed, lay down in your bed. There's so much sitting and laying. And then we wonder why we're all depressed. Then we wonder why we, we feel as if there's no purpose. What's the point? They're sad. They're on happy pills. They're having to talk about their feelings because they can't figure it out, because they have no focus, they have no purpose. We are a driven species. We're the most intelligent species on the face of the planet. Look at all the stuff. Right now I'm talking into like a little tiny square that's recording me. I'm also on Facebook Live where people are actually seeing me speak live. I have this beautiful laptop with a microphone sitting in front of me. I had this beautiful green smoothie that I blended up in a very expensive blender, all made by humans, where somebody took an idea and created something gorgeous and created a motor, created a lens, created the wires that make the whole thing happen. Our minds are meant to be constantly working and when they're zoning out with music or with TV or with YouTube or with social media and there's no creativity going, it's sad. It really is sad. You need to find something that drives you. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be something that makes you millions. It has to be a reason why. Like my reason why is my boy. My, my child. Like I do what I do because of my child. I want a legacy left for myself. I want my boy to be proud of what I've done. 
I want him to be able to get married and tell his children. My mom tried to speak goodness in the world. She tried to speak courage. She tried to speak power, especially to our women. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life and I love to speak and encourage women to become powerful, to see their inner strength. And I want my son to be able to tell his daughter, listen, you have these genes inside of you from your grandmother. She was a strong woman and you're going to be a strong woman because you have that same gene pool. I want him to be able to say that. How magnificent is that going to be? How strong is that going to be for her? And there's so many of us that have beautiful talents, beautiful creativity. And you're refusing or you're fearful of putting yourself out there, of embarrassing yourself. But I say, embarrass yourself. What could you do? If this, this is the thing. If you were to be forced to go out into the world, right? You have no job. You have income though, you know, but you're not working. You have no internet, no social media, no phone, no, nothing electronical at all. Nothing. Everything stays at home. TVs, internet, computers, phone, car, everything. And somebody just pushed you outside your house fully clothed. What would you do? What would be like your first thing to do? Would you go read a book? Would you go dancing? Would you go to a yoga class? Would you go to the gym? Would you go to your friend's house? What would you do? Where would you go? How would you spend your time? There are things, there are things in our, our subconscious mind that we want to be doing all the time that we're not taking the time to do. There are things that we want to be learning. There's things that we're putting on the back burner and we're, we keep saying tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do tomorrow doesn't exist. There's no such thing as tomorrow. Tomorrow never, ever comes. It's either past or present, past or present. You're never, ever living in tomorrow ever because tomorrow always becomes today. So today, what are the things that you're constantly thinking about? What are the things that make you forget to eat or forget to go to the bathroom? Like, not that you don't want to, right? Not that you're sitting on the couch cozy under a blanket and you have to pee and, oh, I don't want to pee because I'm so comfortable. No, what are the things that make you forget? What are the things that you get wrapped up in doing that you're so excited about that you honestly forget to eat? I can't tell you how many times in my daily agenda where I literally forget to consume food. And at the end of the day, five or six o'clock, I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally didn't eat all day besides my smoothie in the morning. Just completely. And what's crazy about it is 
your body is so consumed and so excited and so rejuvenated to be doing what you're doing that your body doesn't even remind you that you're hungry. How many of you have been bored sitting on the couch, let's say, or in the car and you're so hungry? Like I'm totally guilty of this. Mm. <laughs> you're so hungry that you're just insanely um, like rude or mean or um, you can't take it anymore. Like there's times when I'm so hungry, I can't even stand it. Like, it's just like, pull over to the closest gas station. I need food right now. But then other days I can go an entire day and not even think about being hungry. See, it's all mental. So when your mind isn't um, full of electricity and full of energy and creativity, it gets bored and it starts triggering other things. But when your mind is flashing on all levels and the excitement, you're, you're consumed. Your body doesn't even recognize all the other stuff. So what energizes you? What excites you? What keeps you focused? And then how can you take that thing and create something? You know, I have a friend on Facebook who dances. Now, not dances like, um, like on a, like on a, um, on a performance, like a stage or a circus or a play or anything like that. But she dances professionally with a partner, like salsa or merengue or whatever that is. And it doesn't do anything. Like she has a normal job. Her husband or her partner has a normal job. But then after work or on the weekends, she competitively does this couple's dancing. And it doesn't make her any money. It doesn't, um, like she's not being recorded. She's not bringing, like, she's not doing anything super you know, moving the world in any way. That's, that's enormous, you know, but she's so passionate about it. And she posts these pictures up on Facebook every once in a while. And she's so lit up. She's so bright. She's so happy. She'll do like these action poses. Like these people are taking action pictures of her twirling in her dress with her number on her back. And she's just so excited about it. Same thing with runners that run competitively. That's like a purpose. You wake up and you eat accordingly and you have a focus. You have something that you're focusing on. A purpose at the moment. And your purpose can change. And I think that's the other thing that people get really confused about. Your purpose can change. Just because at this exact moment I'm saying to myself, I want to create the best tasting apple pie in the world. And every single day... I'm going to try a new recipe and I'm going to, I, I am, I'm going to figure out the best apple pie recipe. Now, after I figure it out and I'm kind of bored with it, I mean, what the hell? I can change my mind. I can do something else. So just because you pick something right now doesn't mean you're committed to it. And I think that's the, the other issue that people are like, oh no, 
you know, I'm going to commit to this and then I'm not going to be able to change your mind. Of course you can change your mind. And I've actually done podcasts on that too. The ability to be able to change your mind. You can change your mind at any given time. It doesn't matter who you told. It doesn't matter, you know, what you've invested into it. You can literally change your mind. It's your life and you can change your life's purpose at any given moment. Today, right now, you could be the type of person that every single day comes home from work and watches all the reality TV and you know all the contestants and you know all the main characters and you know who's going to be first place. Maybe you even have money betted on who's going to win American Idol. $150 in the pot. And literally starting today, you can decide today going forward, I'm not ever turn. I'm going to throw my TV in the garbage and I'm going to walk every day or run every day or go for, uh, take my kids to the park every day, or I'm going to start, I'm training for a triathlon or I'm going to start going to dance classes or cooking classes or sushi making classes, or I'm going to start going back to school to become a teacher or start working on my comedy act, or start working on my photography. Right now, you can do that. So what you've been doing in the past, in no way, shape, or form, is keeping you from starting today what you want your future to look like. So don't get all held back on, you know, I don't have a purpose, or I don't know my purpose. Right now, you could think of something. What is something that you've been wanting to do? Every single person has something that they've been wanting to do. Deep down, a lot of us are talkers. We talk a big talk, a big game. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Get to it. Another way is just kind of figuring out Something that you're so passionate about that you would sacrifice something else. Like what are you willing to sacrifice? So for instance, your late night TV binges that are so important to you. Like you never miss a show. Like I used to be in the mindset of never missing Grey's Anatomy. Oh my God. (laughs) Love Grey's Anatomy. I would never ever miss an episode of Grey's Anatomy. No matter what. And then years and years and years ago, I mean, it's been years now. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start watching it on abc.com. And I'm going to wait till there's maybe two or three episodes in line. And then just once a month, I'm going to binge watch three episodes, relax, eat some popcorn, And over the last two years, barely ever. I don't even think I saw any of the season this year. And if you would have asked me five years ago, oh, I was a diehard. I'm going to take this to the end. But see, my priorities changed. And the stuff that I'm working on now, I'm so passionate about that I'm willing to sacrifice. And that's a huge sacrifice. That may be silly to some of you. But for me, and I know for a lot of you, Your late night TV, thinking of not watching that is a big sacrifice. And I totally get that because I was there too. You have to figure out what you love to do. 
What excites you? What comes easy to you? What kind of talents do you have that people are constantly telling you you have? I was talking to a girl yesterday who came in for an interview. And I always ask people, what are you going to do? Like I hire a lot of college students. I'm like, what are you going to be when you grow up? She said, a makeup artist. And whenever somebody tells me what they want to be when they grow up, I always ask two questions. Number one, I ask who in your family is doing that? Because a lot of times they're inspired by a family member. And number two, I ask, um, where do you see yourself? Or in what way? So like a makeup artist, are you going to be doing makeup for models, actors, weddings, family and friends? Are you going to be at a studio? Are you going to be working at Sephora? Like where are your dreams? Where are your passions at? And then, and then why? So I always try to dig a little bit. And so I asked her, you know, what, um, who in your family? She said, nobody. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And then I said, in what area? And she said, ah, you know, I don't really know. And then I said, why? Like, why did you decide this? And she said, everyone I know kept telling me that I was really, really, really good at my makeup. And I really, really liked doing makeup. So sometimes, see, she might not have chosen that if people hadn't verbally told her, hey, you're really good at this. Hey, you're really good at this over and over and over again. She might have just been like, oh, I'm really good at doing my makeup. People would have been like, oh, you look pretty. Oh, yeah, I'm just really good at doing my makeup. But somebody or people actually said, hey, you should do that for a living. You're so good at it. So what are people telling you? What are people constantly saying to you that you're really good at? that maybe you should go this way. Because a lot of times what it is, is sitting right in front of you. And a lot of times the empty feeling that we have in our lives, the frustration, not being able to focus, feeling lost, feeling depressed, is because you're not following that purpose that's inside of you. I truly believe that all of us have something inside of us. There's something inside of us that we're supposed to be doing on some scale. It might not be huge, but on some scale, there's something that you are supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be helping. You're supposed to be able to, to do stuff in your life so you can storytell and encourage other people, encourage the next generation. You know, like I was saying, as far as uh, my son's children, like I want him to be able to tell his children. You know, my mom was a strong, independent, powerful woman. So you can be that also. I want him to be able to say that. I want him to be able to show them. That's huge for me. I need to create a story so that he can then 
have high standards for his children and his children can feel as if they can actually create and be somebody. Coming home and sitting on my couch and doing nothing creates no story. It's like my mom was nice. What are they going to be saying at your funeral? What do you want people to say at your funeral? Do you want them to just be like, she was very nice. She was so caring. Or do you want them to be able to say, they, you know, all of their time went towards volunteering. She helped so many lives. Or all of her time went towards um, pushing out goodness into the world on a large scale back in the day on YouTube. Or he created magnificent meals, opened up two gorgeous restaurants, fed thousands of people, had a real knack for recipes and taste and texture and offered and gave so much goodness and so much creativity and so much warmth to the world through his food or through his comedy or through photography. There's a talent that we all have that is supposed to be lived out right now and is supposed to be carried down at whatever level that is. And you need to make a decision. You need to make a decision. You have to be okay with knowing the decision might change and be clear about it. Write it down. I always tell people, get out a pen and paper and write your stuff down, even if it changes. I can't even tell you how many, like I had this huge binder here. I had this huge binder filled with papers and papers, look at all this, papers and papers and papers of of written and typed stories and thoughts and processes and concepts. And they're all very similar, but they're all very different. But see, the awesome thing about it is since I'm writing it down and I'm keeping it all together, is I have the ability at any given time to go back and remember and rehash and pull from the past into the future. See, a lot of times we have all of these great ideas. We're like, oh, this, and we might tell one person. And you feel like it's such a great idea that you're never going to forget that idea. And you're like, one day or tomorrow or next week or two weeks from now after I finish this one thing for work or my kids' soccer practice, I don't have time because I have a wedding or whatever it is. Things will get in the way and you're going to forget and you're going to think, you're like, I had that one good idea and I totally forgot. And I know you know what I'm talking about because I know it's happened to all of you. And it's happened to me, which is why I started writing everything down years ago, 25 years ago, because my mind was always moving. My mind was always grooving. I always had just beautiful, creative thoughts that I wanted to do and wanted to accomplish. Big things that I was fearful about or scared about or, or wasn't sure about. 
didn't think I had the ability or the experience, but I'm reaching now. And the cool thing about it is I've been writing this stuff down for like 10, 12 years. And I've been able to see it flow. When I first started doing all of this stuff, it was all health and fitness. It actually started with smoothies, believe it or not. I wanted to be some sort of a health guru, teaching raw food, teaching veganism, which I'm not even a vegan anymore. But that's where it all stemmed from. And now it's in an entirely different focus, but still sort of similar. Instead of based on just body, right? I'm pushing mind, emotion, mental. And the reason I changed is because I believe that a lot of it, it, it's not just food-based. It's your mental state of mind. Where are you at mentally? See, I think you can't do anything else full-heartedly unless you're in a solid state of mind, emotionally and mentally. And life is such a roller coaster that it's so easy to fall off the healthy bandwagon. And see, mentally, we beat ourselves up so much that we think that if we cheated health-wise for a week or two weeks or two months, that, oh, the whole year is out down the drain. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. And they go back to eating cheeseburgers. And I want people to realize that this is just a mental game. Just because you fell off the bandwagon for two months doesn't mean the entire year of 2018 is now down the drain. That just means that the moment you realize you've been cheating for two months, you just jump right back on the bandwagon again immediately because you can change your mind. You can change your mind from being like, I'm never, ever touching a cookie ever again to a year later saying, oh, I want some freaking cookies. All of a sudden you're binging on cookies for two weeks and then think to yourself, oh, this is actually making me sick. Maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. But see, sometimes people do that and they're like, ah, meh. this is just who I am. I love cookies. My mom liked cookies, so I like cookies. But you don't have to be that way. At any given time, you can decide, you know what? I'm changing it. I'm never eating cookies or I'm only doing this once a week or twice a week. At any given moment. But you have to keep records You have to journal. Oh, I journal constantly. I write constantly. I'm creating constantly. Even for other people sometimes. Sometimes I get so excited when I talk to people about their dreams and their passions. But I'm like, oh my gosh. And I write for other people. And a lot of this I feel like also uh, pulls things out into your universe. See, a lot of this podcast even came from the conversation that I had yesterday with one of my really good friends that was so inspiring. I got off the phone after an hour and she was super inspired and I was super inspired. And this podcast today might not have even existed. I might've waited another day if it wasn't for that conversation. Talking about purpose, talking about focus, talking about love of life and being created and doing something anyways, doing something even if the universe has no purpose, just like Kyle said, the universe has no purpose. We're going to die anyways. 
Well, why not? Why not? There's really no... There's really no reason as to why we can't think to ourselves, there's no purpose, possibly, but why not? Why not? So this is the thing, people. Um, may or may not agree with me. I totally get Kyle's argument. And I totally get it. However, I believe that the human tendencies, the normal human tendencies for the majority of us, is very, very strong as far as needing creativity, needing to be doing something. We are not put on this earth to just sit back and relax. That's not our purpose. That's not why we're here. We didn't get this far. We didn't have all of this stuff. It's easy for Kyle to sit back on his computer blogging about how there's no purpose, but the reason that the, he has a computer to blog on is because somebody back then, at some point, thought to themselves to make a computer. So to even say that is so ridiculous. It makes no sense. If every person thought to themselves, there's no purpose, we're going to die anyways, we would not have a telephone. We would not have Facebook Live. We would not have a computer. There would be no such thing as a blog where you can write about how there's no purpose. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So anyways, um, I hope that was just a little tidbit of um, goodness, a little nugget of goodness, as I like to say. I hope everyone has a fantastic Friday. Um, have a productive weekend. Don't let the whole thing slide away with just sitting or laying in bed all weekend. Go do something. Go do something amazing. Go do something that makes your heart skip a beat. Go do something with your spouse, with your children that brings happiness to your world. Um, visit a retirement center. Visit um, an uh, animal shelter with your kids. There's so many things to be doing to add goodness to you, to your life, to your world, to the people in your world. And I really do encourage you to seek that out. So thanks so much for joining me here at Nation of Diamonds. I was your host, Sabrina Victoria. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out all my other social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Do something awesome today. Much love. Mwah. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit SabrinaVictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.